0: Welcome to the Call to Build podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Morgan Jackson, and here we're going to be discussing how to build the kingdom of God, tell people about Jesus, and love the world through the way God has made each of us individually unique to build his kingdom. We cannot do this without you. Let's get building. Hi guys and welcome back to the Call to Build Podcast. This is episode six. Today we're gonna be talking about our fears and what are they and how are they holding us back? And I think it's super important to not only talk about fears, but really start to address them because sometimes they can really rule our entire lives and we don't even know it because it's almost as if they're these ingrained messages inside of us and we don't recognize them but they're making choices for us all the time and there's different kinds of fears okay so I'll just tell you (laughs) one of mine happens to be heights right and so this is going to be the physical fears that we might have actually you know maybe it isn't heights maybe it's falling from heights so which is it because if I'm just on a height is that really what I'm afraid of or is it the actual outcome of falling from a height <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's both. It seems to get weirder and weirder as I get older because maybe I understand the consequences of what that outcome would actually mean for me or my family. But if I am on a hike and we have like this, this just happened when we went to Sedona in Arizona for a vacation with my family and my nieces and nephews they're all like nine and seven and my sister-in-law my mother who is 63 they're out there they're like just jumping off of these little ledges and I am so worried about falling and this is not a high height but I sit down I sit down on the rock and like scooch myself off I'm like I'm not jumping because I, I don't want to hurt myself And then if we are driving on a really high mountain road, (laughs) I will purposely move my body into the center of the car as if that makes any difference at all. But maybe if I don't see that we're really near a ledge, (laughs) that's going to keep me safe. Our fears come in all shapes and sizes, and although there are many things that we can be afraid of in this life, The fears that we want to talk about today are the ones that could be holding us back from what God has been calling us to do. It could be anything from restoring a relationship, to writing that book, to starting that business. What is it that's holding you back? Just like me, sometimes we are... Leaning into the middle of the car, and we think that's going to help keep us safe, but it's just an illusion It makes us feel better in the moment, but actually it's not helping us at all We do have life experience that has hurt us and we as human beings Generally want to avoid anything that could cause us pain or make us feel uncomfortable We like safe and and predictable. (laughs) We might be bored, stuck, and even frustrated as we see others jumping towards their thing, but we aren't so sure we're willing to give up quote-unquote safe for this huge risk. The Lord knows how hard it is for us to be courageous. You see this when Joshua takes over for Moses in Joshua 1, and God puts him in charge of leading the Israelites into the promised land. He tells him over and over again, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. If Joshua had simply spent too much time comparing himself to Moses or recounting how the people responded the last time he came back and told them that they should take the land, well, he wouldn't have gotten very far. In a TED Talk by Tim Ferriss, he talks about an exercise that he does every month called fear-setting. It's like goal setting, but you take some time to make some lists. Instead of writing your goals, you really dig underneath what your thought processes are in your fears. He shares a quote that says, we suffer more in imagination than reality. And I don't know about you, but I have found this to be very true. There's so many times that we are worrying ourselves sick about a possible thing that might not ever happen to us. And really when you stop and think about it, what a waste of our time. So we can use this fear setting in our circumstance, in any area of our lives, where we generally make excuses as to why we aren't doing something. For the sake of examples, I will go ahead and share the actual topic I used when I first heard about this exercise as we go through each section, if you want to write these sections down, you can do that on a piece of paper, or I've made a printable up for you. So if you want to go to my show notes, it's ashleymorganjackson.com podcast. This is episode six, and there's a free downloadable worksheet right in there that you can print out and fill this out if you would like that. The first thing is you write your fear. So when I did this, I decided that I was going to address my body issues. And so my thing was, what if I never lose weight again? Or what if I try and I never do it? So this is what you fill in that you're afraid to do. It's anything you, you're you not willing to face for whatever reason. Then you make three vertical columns. And at the top of each column, you place worst possible thing that could happen dot 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 then the second one you uh, title it what could I do to prevent these and then in the third you put if it happens how could I fix it so my first column lo- went something like this so one lose it all and gain it all back again um, Two, hate the food three get bored Four, people reject me. That's probably something closer to the actual reason. Uh, four, uh, five, I fail. Six, it's too hard. Seven, I gain weight because that would be the worst possible thing if you try super hard and then you gain weight. And then the last thing, and this is probably one of my actual true greatest fears, is that I will become proud So now, in response to all those things, you write in the next column. So what could I do to prevent each of these things from happening with losing it and gaining it back? So don't view it as temporary. If I'm going to get bored with the food, I can learn to cook and find more recipes. What about getting bored with my workouts, which, just as a side note, I lost like 45 pounds A couple years ago and I worked out every day of the week for one year and this really happened to me. So these are really true fears. Like I got burnt out on all that working out and I just didn't want to do it anymore. So yeah, my answer to that was switch up my workout routines. Um, What if people reject me? So if what I could do to prevent these things from happening is get different people and let the ones who I feel are rejecting me, let them go. What if I fail? I just have to keep going and don't give up. Don't let failure be your stopping point. What if I, it's too hard? Just make small goals and changes. Anyone can do a small goal like drink my water, right? Or seven. What if I gain weight? Well, you will continue to gain weight if you don't stop what you're doing and start trying now. And then last, what if I become proud? And I wrote, take it to God, ask for help, stay dependent. So then the next column, I put, if these things happen, how could I repair them or ask for help? So number one, I put, I could start again. You're never a failure if you keep trying. Number two, I put give myself permission to eat and change my way of eating. So I before I counted my macronutrients and that worked really well. But yeah, I ended up getting bored of the same things that I ate all the time. And I'm currently back on that because I know it works. But yeah, to be conscious that I might get bored of it. And so switch it up. What if I get bored with my workouts? I need to pre plan that I will do that. And so I need to think, okay, what I could do, I could change it up. I could join a dance class. I love, love, love to dance. I could hire a trainer. I could find new YouTube videos, whatever the case for rejection. I put, if they reject me for being my best and most healthy self, that issue resides in them and they were never my friend or don't have true love for me if they truly reject me for trying to be healthy. (laughs) Now, you guys, let's be honest. See, a lot of these things reside in my head, but I really am so afraid that people might reject me if I'm trying, if I actually do lose weight, that sometimes, like, it's a reason that I haven't done it. Now, call me crazy, but I have a feeling some of you might actually relate to this. If I fail, I can try again. I can find a community of support. There are things out there that can help me. Just because I don't know about them yet doesn't mean that they don't exist. I could post my progress. I could redo what worked last time. Number six, is: it, what if it's too hard? I could find a different way or modify it. As long as I'm moving, I do not have to do the 50 squats With the barbell, like, find something else to do. But at least I'm moving and and strengthening my body. What if I gain weight? I could track my food. I do better research. I can experiment with my own body and be in tune with it until I find solutions. And number eight, if I become proud, I can repent. Like, the Lord actually can deal with my heart and have a skinny body at the same time, oh, it's a miracle. I don't really know how it's possible, but actually, really. And so you see that when you go through this exercise, and you have named your fear, and even what we wonder might happen, and how we could respond to those outcomes, somehow it becomes a little less scary. And you can see that a lot of my thoughts, when I really got real about the fact that Sometimes I don't lose weight because I'm a f- afraid of my own pride and being like, oh, yeah, got this hot body. OK, I've never done that. But what if I did, you know, like that's awful. And I don't ever want to be like that kind of person. So I'm never going to lose weight. Like, that's so silly. Right. And so we take something that is vague and frightening that exists in my sub- our subconscious and we transfer it to the physical and it makes yourself look at it and tackle it. It's so easy to try and excuse ourselves from what God is calling us to by saying things that sound super spiritual to ourselves, like we're trying to remain humble, or we're waiting on God, while being humble and waiting on God are very good and important things, there also comes the time to just get out there and start moving toward that thing that God is calling you to. That might not mean stepping on a stage. And so let's get this really clear, is that being called doesn't mean being famous, not in the slightest. It simply means meeting the need that God has put on your heart. And that could be as small as talking to your neighbor, pursuing that reconciliation, or maybe it does mean daring to believe that the dream you see in your heart might actually be from God. We don't love and serve our dreams, but What if they really are from God and we're so scared we might be wrong and people will point that out to us that we never try. We will be in blatant disobedience to God Almighty. In 2 Timothy 1.7, we might be super familiar with this. It says, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. A commentary called Ellicott's Commentary for English Readers says this about the spirit of fear. That all cowardice, all dread of danger, all shrinking from doing one's duty for fear of man's displeasure proceeds not from the spirit of God. Here's the thing. The fears that we usually face as to why we are not stepping out to what God has for us usually have something to do with man's displeasure why on earth are we putting up with living under this when god has not given us the spirit when we live under this idea or that people will criticize us or reject us we are essentially saying i care what they think over what god has said what if we fail so what what then What if you do get it wrong? What if you're hearing God wrong? What if you're self-deceived and you spend time building something or working towards something that wasn't the thing? Listen, when our hearts are surrendered to God and we know when they are and when they're not, we know, we can be sure that He works all things for His glory. The big thing is to remember That this isn't about us looking good, about being fabulous or famous, or even being right about our own call. This is about a faith that says, I'm not sure, but he is certainly worthy of trying. Now go and build. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today and listening to the Call to Build podcast. It would be so helpful if you would rate and review this podcast if you enjoyed it and share it with your family and friends so that others can be encouraged in building the kingdom of God in their special and unique way. If you want to take a screenshot of your podcast app and put it up on Instagram stories, be sure to use hashtag call to build and I'm going to be shouting out others who are building God's kingdom. Thank you for being here. Now let's get building.